0: It's your coastal mompreneur Jerrica Aiken back with another episode. Another episode of your Coastal Mompreneur List, and I am so excited. Like, I think this has got to be one of the best episodes that we are going to be showing to you guys. Um, I believe that this is a subject that we all can relate to um, as women, um, as moms, as entrepreneurs. I feel like depression is a big, big thing that we all have either experienced or still experiencing. Um, and I mean, I want to be able to help you today with a help. Of one of my sister girls, and I'm so excited to have Bridget today. I'm just to go over some numbers with you. Depression affects millions of moms, including me at one time. Depression is relatively common, according to the World Health Organization, a trusted source. More than 264 million people live with depression. And many of those individuals, believe it or not, are parents. That's right, moms, dads. With rich family lives. I often present itself as being emotional or physical. Depression affects one out of every 10 women. So like right now, think of 10 women in your family um, that you work with that are your clients. And literally one out of every 10 women will have that experience of depression. Um, So today, without further ado, I want to introduce none other than the brilliant Bridget. Listen, can you tell everybody about how successful you are
1: and awesome you are? Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Um hello everyone. Um I'm Bridget. Some of the different things um that make me up as a woman, as a mother. I have my bachelor's degree in nursing. I got that probably about six years ago, um, went back to school to get my master's degree in nursing education. And I'm actually currently in school, um, to get my doctorate degree in nursing. Um, just came out with my first book, um, a little shy of a year ago called Strength Beneath the Scars, um, came out with my second book called Rile of Intimacy three months after that. Um, and then I'm currently working on writing my third book, um, regarding discrimination, um, in the social setting, in the workplace, um, just out and about. You know, it's still here, it's still present, it's not completely gone. Um, So that's my third book. I have a four-year-old, he just turned four not too long ago, so of course, as you can kind of imagine, trying to balance being a mom and trying to balance being a um, nurse, as well as trying to balance being an author, um, can definitely be a lot. So thank you all for having me, and I'm excited to get started.
0: Listen, thank you for being here and just your accomplishments and, you know, just setting that stone. We are ready to get started. Let's start with Strength Beneath the Scars. Tell
1: us how that book came about. Absolutely. So Strength Beneath the Scars, um, it actually dives into depression in a way that's a little different from others. And the reason being is because, like you mentioned earlier, depression is something that can show in so many different ways, so many different forms. What do I mean by that? So just taking a second and like you said earlier, really think, really think about those 10 women in your family, those 10 women in your life. Um, Some of the things that they're struggling with, whether you know about those things or even the things that they don't even mention. Um, Depression is something that's silent. It's something that's very quiet, um, that's particular based on the individual. So really paying attention to, again, um, those 10 women. Okay, that you already picked out, you have them in your mind, um, and looking at it a little bit from their point of view. So sometimes we as women, we feel like we can do everything. We're, sometimes we get the title of <laughs> super mom. <Supermom. laughs> it's nice when someone says that, but it can also be overwhelming um, because you know that you're actually struggling. Um, so strength beneath the scars, it reflects my struggle with depression and some of the things that I actually did to overcome that. Um, like you said, it's silent. It's silent. I'm a nurse, so I apologize for some of the analogies, but just like hypertension, it's a silent killer. So many different people, women, men, children um, are taking their lives because of depression. Okay, so it's very, very important. I believe that we definitely pay attention to that. Looking at different things that we can do to help our loved ones, to help our friends, to help our families. Um, Sometimes just something doing something as simple as just listening doing something as simple as being there with them, being present in the moment and listening, holding their hand, um, making sure that they know that you're here, you hear them and you support them. Okay. Sometimes it just takes something as simple as, Hey, I hear you. I understand. And I'm here to help you through whatever you need me to do. Um, So that's really strength beneath the scars. Again, it touches on my struggle with depression. Some of the things that I, Had to do to overcome those feelings of depression, loneliness, um, anxiety, feeling like I wasn't good enough, and really how I'm continuing to move forward. Depression is something that you really have to, you really have to work on it daily. You really have to work on it weekly, monthly. Um, It's not really something that you want to. Okay, I'm thinking about myself today, but I'm not going to think about myself next week. Right. So it's definitely. Definitely something you want to constantly progress um, to overcome so that it won't overwhelm you or it won't overtake you. You can still overcome that just by different things, again, um, that you can do to feel better and get in a better headspace to move forward for you and your family. That's good.
0: So what type of tips or advice or tools do you have to help us moms um, who have battled, you know, who's still battling depression or still going through it? What are some
1: tips or tools that you can provide us um, that has helped you? Yeah, so one of the things that I would definitely say is speak up, speak up. Um, even though that's it sounds so simple, it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. Um, finding that one person that you can confide in And letting them know, hey, you know, I don't I don't feel that well today. You know, hey, I'm going through something today. Um, I've been struggling with it for some time. Um, Do you mind if you if I can get an ear from you real quick? You know, just taking the time again to speak up. Don't be afraid to let your loved ones know that you're struggling. Don't be afraid to let them know, hey, I I need you to pray for me, Um, for those family and friends that surround me. They know I'm going to tell them in a heartbeat, hey, you mind sending a prayer for me <laughs> real quick because <laughs> right. today is a hard day. <laughs> so that was number that's one. Good. Speak up. Speak up. Definitely.
0: I think that's pretty good. I think um I think we as moms, if I can piggyback on the superwoman thing, like, you know, when I was you know, a young mom or just, you know, maybe I guess a mom wanted to at that point. I was like, oh, yeah, I liked it. I'm carrying this superwoman thing. Um, but then it got to a point that I felt like I had to live up to a superwoman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the moments or the days that I don't, I feel like, okay, I didn't see that title of being a superwoman. So I know I told my husband, like, within a year, or maybe a year or two ago, that I didn't want that title anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. <You> know, don't <laughs> call me a superwoman. I just want to be Jericho, Mom wife. I I can succeed at those things. I know as long as I I try that day, I know I would be a great mom in my kids' eyes, Mm -hmm. I'm a great wife in my husband's eyes. So being a superwoman just was too much for me to carry. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I definitely, I definitely would piggyback on you with you talking about um, you know, being a superwoman. So what can we do as moms to help us in our everyday life of balancing our goals? Um, Or just being truly happy, you know, having a happy day. Hey, you guys, welcome back. I'm sorry I wanted to take a quick little break. I know it's going real good, but I want to invite you. If you're a mom and an entrepreneur, listen, we all can use your help. Send me an email to CoastalMompreneur at gmail.com so that we can hear from you. We all have skills that can help another mom succeed in this everyday life. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. You know, I feel like a lot of us, we go through balancing work, life, entrepreneur, whatever you're trying Mm -hmm. to do in life, and then we forget about happiness. You know, what can we do to make sure that we're
1: keeping happiness in our life? Yeah, so some of the things that I recommend is um, self-reflection. That's number one. So just asking yourself, you know, what is it that will make you happy? Mm -hmm. You know, some women, it's, getting their nails done, getting facials. Others, they just want two hours to themselves. You know, they just want to watch a certain show on TV. Some just want to listen to music or get out the house, shop, um, go out to dinner. Um, So it's a lot of different things that kind of go into that category of happiness. Asking yourself, what is it that's going to help me um, reach that goal of happiness? What does happiness look like for me? And then taking those steps, once you make that decision, you. Do that self-reflection, taking the steps to actually get there. Um, So we all know when it comes to happiness, when it comes to overcoming depression, um, even postpartum depression, it's steps. It's steps that you have to take in order to reach that end goal. So number one, I would definitely say self-reflection. Get a journal. okay. Figure out, look into yourself and figure out what is it that I need to do to be happy for my friends, for my family, for my children. Okay, definitely important, like you said, not neglecting yourself. I think that's real good. I think, and even with the
0: happiness part, like how you were saying reflection, um, I feel like if you get to a point that you feel like you don't know what makes you happy, Mm -hmm. I think at that moment, You should possibly seek like professional, you know, you should probably go see a therapist because what I have learned, I know everybody will be happy. I can't. I remember the last time we spoke I was (laughs) thinking about it, but I officially started seeing a therapist. Okay. Um, so listen, I'm so excited. I just had I, I think my first one was last week and I just had my second one. Um, but honestly, when I, I I'm honestly going to be honest with you guys. So that's what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. But prior to, I was all, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in the church, I'm spiritual as well. So I definitely do believe in God and him, you know, being fulfilling all those needs, mm-hmm. but I also do believe in him gifting others with a gift to help and to yeah. be that physical um help that a person needs. So if you, I feel like if you're in a situation now, you're like, man, what really makes me happy? Like I tried to reflect about it. I tried to write about it and I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I do suggest seeing a therapist, they can kind of help you dig deep down and see what's really blocking you from really figuring out what makes you happy. And believe it or not, you'll find out some things about yourself. Um, you'll be surprised, but at the end of the day, you'll be relieved because you'll see yourself making progress. And I think any progress is good progress. You know what I mean? Like, you have, when it says women and moms are more depressed than men, that's saying something. Yeah. That, you know, that means we're putting a lot on ourselves. We're um, taking, you know, there's a lot of single moms out there that are having to do it all too. You know what I mean? Imagine mm-hmm. having to, you, I always say you can't be a dad, but you can you can try to force yourself to keep doing so many titles, you know, putting on so many obligations because you have to, and you feel like you're doing two parent, you know, you feel like you're a single parent. So I definitely, listen, I was a single parent for nine years. I get it. I really do get it. Uh, but I do feel like therapy is an awesome start for you. So what are some things that are in your book that kind of helps women, um, with that's battling depression or that's going through like is there any advice that you can give us
1: from your book yeah so um how i have my book set up or how i have my book written um for me just kind of point out some of the chapters of my book i start off with chapter one is prisoner that's literally the title of my book just going into how i felt um I didn't feel like I had anyone to talk to. I didn't feel like I had anyone that really understood what I was going through. And then, to be honest with you, I didn't really know who I was. So I've, I felt like in that sense, just going back to therapy definitely would have been beneficial <laughs> in that point of my life because I didn't really know if I was coming or going. I didn't know what to do. Um, And like you said, a lot of times therapists or um, mental health, just going back to getting a therapist or actually talking to someone that's a professional, it's a lot of stigma attached to that. So just taking a second to, to realize that all a therapist is, is literally someone who has studied different ways and different techniques to assist you in your journey to peace to assist you in your journey to freedom, to happiness. So I know a lot of times I'm one of them. It's kind of hard sometimes to say, okay, I need to go to therapy. And then taking those actual steps to go. Again, everything is a process. And sometimes it's easier if we have someone that's a little bit more well-versed in this area to help assist us along that path. So that's my first chapter. And then it kind of keeps going throughout that chapter four, Chase and Peace, chapter four or chapter five, um, Self-Made, which really kind of solidifies that time in my life where I felt empowered. I felt okay. I felt accomplished. I felt like I could walk the path that God put in front of me. So I felt like I could really do what God called me to do once I actually worked on myself. And it took time. So this book, even though I wrote it, um, it just came out shy of a year ago. I actually wrote a lot of the poems from it when I was 17. Oh, wow. When I was 17. And I stopped writing for a long time because, like I said, it's a process. So you have to be willing to accept the fact that you're not going to feel 100% tomorrow. Okay? And that's okay. Like you said, any progress is good progress. That's a win. That's an accomplishment. Because that's hard to do. So it takes time. Like I said, it's a lot of different um, poems in here. I started writing it, like I said, when I was 17. That was 11 years ago. <laughs> I'm 28 about me, 29. <laughs> so just take the time to think about that. <laughs> it, it, it takes some time. And a lot of that would have probably been eliminated if I actually seek professional help and got a therapist and took away the stigma that was attached to that. Mm -hmm. So so definitely um, strength beneath the scars, like I said, kind of a a nice little snapshot of some of the things that you can do to come overcome some of the struggles or battles that you're facing mentally. Okay, that's half the battle. Okay, that's a part of making sure that you're healthy um, for your children. Not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, that's a part of that. Spiritually, that's a part of that. So again, don't You know, don't try to shy away too much from it. You are important. You matter. We care about how you feel. So please speak up.
0: Listen, that, I think that is good in itself because I feel like people felt like we try so hard to be there for everybody else. Our kids, our significant others, our family, um, our clients. But I feel like, you know, agree with, agree with me, um, Bridget, um, if it sounds good to you. But if we don't show up for the one person that matters, the one person that's in every one of those things that I said ourselves, it's kind of hard for us to show up for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we have to literally say, you know what? Today is going to be a day that Jericho's going to get herself together because if Jericho's not together, I can't do anything else. I can't function. I can't be that mom I want to be today. I can't be that spouse I want to be today because me, I'm not together. You know, in your book, I know it says that you talk about fear. You talk about love. You talk about um, pain. Um, you talk mm-hmm. about peace, like with all those emotions that are running through like, how, how were you able to really dig deep into all those different types of emotions
1: in your book? Um, honestly, that was a battle. <laughs> so um, just writing the book in itself, for me, was therapeutic um, because I had to tap into those memories, those feelings that I not only kept hidden um, from people, but I also... I think I hid it from myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> just um, again, just really going in and tapping in. Um, one of my friends who actually helped me write the book, he would constantly tell me, you know, listen, this isn't deep enough. <laughs> okay, I cannot feel what you're writing here. I need you to really tap into how do you really feel about this situation? How do you wow. really feel about this outcome? How do you really feel about being lonely? Okay, and that's hard to do. I promise you, it is so hard to do when you have to literally face things that you dismissed for years. And then you come to the realization that um, that little situation that happened um, so long ago that you forgot about actually made a big impact into who you are today. It actually made a big impact on how you deal with certain problems, how you actually affect others. Okay, all of that stuff can tie in together, so it was definitely difficult. um like I said, everything is a process, everything is a journey, tapping into fear, pain, pain that can literally last a lifetime if you don't address it. Wow, That's, so, that is real deep now, I know
0: I know you gotta let us listeners get a little sneak peek of the book. I know
1: you got something that you can read to us, absolutely, so. The poem that I would love to share with you all is Strength of a Woman. I wrote this poem because I feel like just going back to that super, super woman, super mom, that phrase right there, that word right there um, is a lot in itself. And it makes you feel sometimes that you cannot be human. You can't be vulnerable. okay, You can't be overwhelmed. Um, If you ask my husband, The word stress, (laughs) I did not realize that I was doing this. But the word stress, y'all, something as simple as the word stress, I could not say that word. Mm. I refused to say that word. And my husband was like, no, I think you're a little stressed. And so I know I'm I'm not stressed. I'm okay because God is going to help me through it. I'm not stressed. But you are. (laughs) You are. (laughs) He's going to help you through it. But you are. Um, But because so many people see me as super mom, superwoman. I can do everything. um, I felt like I was labeled as weak if I admitted that I was stressed, if I admitted that I was bothered by a situation or outcome. So I hit that. So that's what this poem is about. Even if you are going through a lot right now, even if it's hard for you to hold your head up in the morning and look yourself in the mirror and say, you got this. You do. You do. Just because you cry sometimes, just because everything doesn't work out the way we want it or the way we planned it, that doesn't make you weak. You're still a strong woman. Mm. So strength of a woman. Strength is in the woman with no legs to stand. Strength is in the woman whose tears lie in her hand. Strength is in the woman who cries herself to sleep. Strength is in the woman who suffers from defeat. Strength is in the woman who no longer chooses to fight. Strength is in the woman whose life is out of sight. Strength is in the woman, no shame and goodbye. Strength is in the woman who seems to live a lie. Strength is in the woman who falls or who stands. Strength is in the woman who doesn't understand. Strength is in the woman, you can see it in her eyes. Strength is in the woman is too strong for her to hide. Strength is in the woman from her head to her feet. A strength that is visible even when it's hard to see. Mm. So even when you feel weak, you're strong. Just keep going. Keep pushing. And you'll see the rainbow at the end. Listen, I love, I always love that poem. (laughs) I'm on Amazon right now. I
0: was like, let me get this book. I did that last time. Listen, if someone wants to get your book or pick it up, how can they go about um, ordering that book?
1: Absolutely. So, um, right now, you can order the book from my website, Um, I also have two other websites that it's currently being sold on. If you go on my Instagram page, which is Poem Tell the Story, you will see the other two options that you can use to purchase the book online. And then you can also purchase it on Amazon. All uh, right. And you said they can follow you at um, what's your
0: Instagram um, handle? Poems Tell the Story. All right. I hope everyone has that. Listen, before we go today, Bridget, please, please help us help us women. If there is any piece of advice that we can, as women, take from you today, whether it's us picking up your book, whether it's us following you, what is something that you can give to us that we can take from this interview today to help us be great mompreneurs every day
1: going forward? Yeah, so one of the things that I would say is be okay with not being perfect and being vulnerable. Mm, that's good. Allow people in. And you you might see a, a, a huge change in how you're feeling, your outcomes, your future. That's important. That's important. Um. So just again, be okay with being vulnerable. Be okay. I love that. I think today, if
0: anything, we have learned to just be okay with where we are today. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't worry about having to, you know, do so much in one day, but literally speaking out, like you said, you know, getting with someone, our loved ones, letting them know, hey, when we need something or hey, when we're not our best self, but also being okay. Um, before we end today, I want to help those out that are going through depression at the moment. Um, know that you are not alone. Know that this is not a bad thing. This is not something that's isolating you from other people. You literally are in a number with all other moms and women out there. If you are currently going through depression, here are some helplines, hotlines, and resources that you can use. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-800. 273 TALK, that's 800 273 8255. You have the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services, which can be contacted at 800 662 HELP, that's 800 662 4357. You have the National Alliance for Mental Illness, that's 800 950 6264. Or you can text N as in Nancy, A as in Adam, N as in Mary, I as in Igloo to 741-741. And then you have the postpartum support at 800-944-4773 or the crisis text line, text HOME, that's H-O-N-E to 741-741. Listen, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Thank you, Bridget, for being our special guest today and bringing us the knowledge. Listen, if you have not yet ordered that while we were on here, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head right now to all her social media platform. Literally, it's literally there. I just ordered it. Strength Beneath the Scars, a series of poems that tell the story by Bridget Ford. Listen, you guys, order it now. If you will need to follow her, listen, you need to today. Listen, there's no need. You have to follow her today. Listen, we all are in this together, and we can do better when we're in numbers, so you're never alone. You guys, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Bridget, thank you for being with us today. Hopefully, you guys were able to grab some nuggets that can help you move forward. You guys take care, and once again, this is the Coastal Mompreneur, when we're building each other up, helping each other to win, we're empowering, educating, and equipping us to be great mompreneurs. You guys have a great one.
1: Yes, thank you.